that was was empowering. We learned so much. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also felt like compared to a lot of writers Mm -hmm. um, that we had an advantage. And I think the advantage is that we are entrepreneurs. We were entrepreneurs Ah, first. You're listening to The Sociable Scribes, two professional writers who work hard, play hard, and love to have fun on the job. Word stylist Nikita Rouse-Stevens and publishing consultant Kim Ely talk about the topics and questions they hear most often from their clients. Let's talk about writing, the good, the bad, and the awesome, while addressing popular questions and concerns from real writers like you. If you're a writer, someone who aspires to write, or just wants to learn more about writing and publishing and have a lot of fun along the way, welcome to the tribe. Here are your hosts, Nikita and Kim, two writers who love to socialize, the sociable scribes. All right. So, what's behind your curtain, Nikita? Well, let's see. I have been on, um, I feel like a travel fest. This is the first weekend. the first weekend this past weekend in the last two weeks that I have actually been home. Oh my gosh. Welcome I, home, girl. I slept till 1130. <laughs> oh my gosh. We were supposed to go to the movies and Derek was like, are you getting up or what? Are we going to the movies? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just like, no. I'm, I'm travel wiped. We did go to the movies. Oh, we you went did? to go see the Fantastic Beasts. The <gasps> How was it? It was good. Oh, awesome. It was good. So go see it. Um, I'm doing like a promo for the movies apparently. Oh. <laughs> um, That's cool. Sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but you know, it, in line with all the travel that I've done the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. the, the, the start of that was our trip to Philadelphia <gasps> That was for the awesome. Book Baby Conference. That was so fun. I learned so much. It was the Book Baby Indie Author Conference. Yes. And it was um, in, in Philly. And it Which was is a cool city. Fantastic. It really was. It was oh very eye-opening. Gosh. It's, it's um, you know... For, for those of you that are writers or whatever, whatever lane you find yourself in, it's really cool when you get to hang with your peeps, you know? Yeah. And um, we kind of felt like we got to hang with our peeps because there were, you know, fellow authors in the room and people that were kind of, you know, going on the same mission that we were. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of, they got it. They kind of understood, which was kind of cool. It's fun. That was, it was awesome. I agree with you. I felt like we were with our tribe because we, yeah. had, we had talked about it. Cause when, when you and I talk, you know, we, we are know about the things we're talking about, but generally with other people with whom we network, they're just not dialed into the public publishing the world or writing world the way that we are. Yes. And so, um, there were amazing vendors there. There were fantastic participants there. We met several great people. We met John. Hi, John. If you're listening. Hey, John. What's up? <laughs> well, I can tell you one of the things that, that was, was empowering. We learned so much, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I also felt like compared to a lot of writers, mm-hmm. um, that we had a, an advantage. And I think the advantage is that we are entrepreneurs. We were entrepreneurs ah, first. True. Writing is our passion and mm-hmm. writing is what fuels our, both of our businesses. Mm-hmm. But we started our business as entrepreneurs. Right. And one of, one of the things that writers have to learn when they start down the process of, you know, of writing a book or several books is that, um, once you become an author, you also become an entrepreneur. Exactly. Um, because your book is a product. Um, and I th- think that was a really big message. And the plus for us is we are already in the business of being an entrepreneur. 
So it's just connecting those puzzle pieces together yeah. of, of pulling our books and the things that we're working on for ourselves and our clients and tying it into that business model. Most definitely. Um, I think one of the most impactful things, because I know I've quoted this a few times, was um, Joanna Penn, P-E-N-N, from mm -hmm. the Creative Pen. Um, yeah. One of the things she said was she likes to think of her books as employees. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was a really neat concept because she goes, okay, you know, books go out there and make me money. Mm -hmm. What she meant by that is um, not magical books that come to life, although how cool would that, <laughs> that be? That would be so cool. <laughs> if we had that technology, Ooh. we would have a business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, magical yes. books and where to find them. Uh, <laughs> but what she meant by that was as soon as you have the message, because your book is really all about your message, once you have that, then you can use that and um, uh, put it out there as a blog post, or mm -hmm. you can put it out there as um, a workshop, or you can put it out there in many different ways, um, the funnel, the book funnel. Yes. Um, but what a great idea. And, and But you do have to start thinking about your book in a different way as a product. And I think you're right, because we're entrepreneurs, we already think in terms of products and services versus and just our book. Yes, yes. And that's a switch that I feel a lot of authors have to learn how to turn on. Because if you're most authors... Um, don't necessarily follow that entrepreneur um, category. Right. So it's a challenge for them to think, you know, your book is more or less a passion project a lot of times. And so it's hard to look at it with, you want it to succeed and you want it to make money, but it's right. hard, maybe hard for you to initially look at it as like an employee or look at it as a yeah. product and see the different iterations that it can produce for you. But um, man, when you open up your mind to the things that you can do and the different ways a book can make money for you, it's pretty, it's pretty mind boggling. It's amazing. It's cool. I think one of the things, and I'll, I'll, this will be my peek behind the curtain as well. Peek, <laughs> peek on girl. Peeking behind the curtain. Um, was, um, so many different, um, seminars that we went to in Philly on book marketing. Oh yeah. And, um, there were different things. There was an amazing lady. Her name is, um, Dana Kay mm -hmm. and she does, uh, publicity and she was talking about the different um, stages of emails that you send because you don't want to just um, it, it's it's kind of like door to door sales. You don't just walk up to somebody and knock on their door and go, hey, will you want to buy my book? <laughs> <laughs> it's about creating a relationship. And I think as you grow kind of your 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 tribe of people who love your book and love your message, then once they know you, it's like, hey, did you like my blog post? Why don't you check out my um, short story? Why don't you check out my book? And, and kind of have those stages of um, presenting um, your products to the people who are going to be most interested. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Woohoo. <laughs> about today's topic yes um me too so we're talking about memoirs, memoirs. Yay. yay so you shared something really interesting with me and that was the difference between a memoir and a biography yes and i actually learned this from a mutual friend of ours who explained this to me um and basically the way he broke it down was you know a biography is basically the the basic telling of your story mm -hmm. you know um, where a memoir is more, I think it's a more colorful way of telling your story. 
um, where you might take it, take your story and really turn it into a story, like a novel type story. Yeah. Um, so that you actually, you know, can pick it up and you're like riveted from one piece to the other. Yeah. Um, even to the point of creating other characters, which is something I've actually done for yeah. clients, which is really fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I actually didn't realize there was a difference between the two, like I you said. I didn't either. Um, but it, it does provide some perspective when you're talking about the different ways you tell your story, um, whether you um, want it to be hey, this is my story and just kind of go out and, and, or you want to kind of create a scene. Right. Which, um, that's my favorite. Yes. (laughs) I find that really interesting because you're right with, with a biography, it's more, um, I guess, well, either one could be chronological, but with a biography, it would be more just the facts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but when I hear the word biography, I just think, you're so right. So many of them are real oh, snoozers, you know. I want to write an autobiography, <laughs> snooze fest. Like, right, really? Exactly. You know, I, we've got to spice this thing up a little bit. So, so I uh, like the idea of taking a story and really um, adding some oomph to it. I think yeah. a story has a lot on its own. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know this as well as I do, it's all about how you tell it. You could have a boring yes. story and make it sound exciting. Exactly. Very true. Oh, something else I wanted to share, and I don't think I had shared this with you before, but some people really have the idea that a memoir is something you only tell at the end of your life. I had Mm. somebody when I was describing to them, um, oh, so and so is writing a memoir, and um, it was funny. She said, well, I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready to die. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, oh, I think you, you write a memoir when you're telling your whole life story. And that's not necessarily the case. No. And it's interesting because um, I can't tell you where I've read this, but uh-huh. I have read this in multiple places. I I encountered this same challenge when it came to becoming a writer uh-huh. because there is this, I don't want to say a stigma, uh-huh. but there's this thought process uh-huh. that for you to be a writer, you have to have enough life experience to be able to... Um, you know, you gotta have like the like the like the navy or something like the bars on your chest to say that <laughs> I'm a writer because I've experienced this 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 oh, and this. Interesting. And um, hmm. and there were times I rem- you know I've always envisioned myself as a writer. You yeah. Know? But there were times when I was you know much younger that I thought, well, crap. I guess I haven't. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I don't know how old I have to be. Oh, but it's, it's interesting because it's in that same vein, right? That you have to. It really is just that idea of I have to have so much life experience to be able to tell a story, and that's not true. That's not true. Very good. Interesting, though. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's fascinating. So, so, um, so with memoirs, I think one thing we we're talking about was it, it's really important what your intention is for your memoir. Yes. Um, I know. Um, you know, there, there's, you know, there's so many different stories. And like you're saying, when you're talking about your own life as a memoir, you are um, sharing it for a specific reason. Yes, I agree. agree. And I think memoirs are one of those categories that kind of stand out on their own in the sense that, one, I think a lot of people that write memoirs are not necessarily, they're they're authors in the sense that they wrote a book. Right. But they're not necessarily 
career authors. They might just yeah. have that one story they want to get out. And, um, and that, and usually we, we've talked about this one mm-hmm. is it's a sense of catharsis. You know, right. that story has been inside of you. You just need to purge it out. Right. Um, so that, that's one piece of it. I think the other side of it that's pretty consistent with everyone I've worked with, I'm sure you too, mm-hmm. is that you want to inspire. You want to motivate. Yes. There's something you've experienced in your life that you think that if I'm able to tell this story and I'm able to touch one person and they can realize that they can get out on the other side of it, yes. then it was worth it. Um, I think that's a big reason why people to write their memoirs. I don't think... Money is a big motivation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I do. I, I mean, in some cases, I mean, but for the most part, I don't feel like the number one reason someone writes this type of book is because they want to make X amount of dollars. They want to impact the maximum amount of people. Right. But it's not a dollar sign type thing. I think you're right. It, it's more of a passion project than than other books that people will write. Yes. Um, it's it's. I think it's so interesting because we all do um, have our own story mm-hmm. and a, a major part of, of who we are is how we interpret our own story. Yes. Right. Cause we could see ourselves as um, the, the hero, the person who persevered, who went through hell and back mm-hmm. and lived to tell the tale. Yeah. And, and that is such a powerful message to be able to share with somebody else. Um, like you said, that goes back to intention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people do want to write because they, they write their memoir because they do have a lesson or a word of wisdom or, or different things, you know? Yeah, exactly. Now I have a question for you, Kim. Yeah. Um, what about someone who has a fantastic story, Uh huh. but they're in the middle of it? Like maybe it's a challenge of uh, some sort, yeah. Um, whatever it is, um, and it, it's something that they feel like, you know, gosh, I want to be able to help people navigate through this, right? But um, I'm not at the end of that story yet. Do they wait, hmm. or do they start the story? I would say start the story, and here's why. I feel of all genres that that memoirs are the most authentic Mm -hmm. they're they're you know essentially you know bearing your soul and what's more authentic than to say you know what i'm not perfect here's what i've been doing on life's journey and here's where i'm at and i'm still trying to figure it out and i'll share something to be 100 percent transparent yeah with, with everyone that this is an, one of the areas I've I've thought about with regards. This is a, a I guess a piece of my own mem- memoir, but um, you know my husband and I have gone through different challenges in trying to figure out how we want to start our family. Yeah, and we have some things that we're doing to try to see, um, you know, if it's possible for us to physically have a child. But we've also pursued adoption, and there is there's so many emotions yeah, and there's so many different things that you navigate through that. And I know a lot of couples and a lot of women struggle through it. Yes. And so it's made me wonder whether or not I need to, I mean, I'm a writer. Yeah. Do I need to put this message out to help other people navigate that? Now I have one of the things I have thought about doing, which I'll probably honestly, it's on my agenda to do this year. Yeah. Is I'll probably start a blog around it. 
Awesome. Um, Because I've already like, I've already reserved the um, domain name and everything. So I'll probably do that. But there's this idea that I might want to write a book around it. And the back of my mind, I've always told myself, what when I get to the end of this journey, right? I'm going to wait to see what happens so I can document the process. Uh, so that that has been my thought process just for this particular thing because I right. do believe it's something that could impact women. Oh, um, yeah. Because because it's and men, honest, honest, yeah. a couple thing. Yeah. Because it's something. It's a real struggle. Yeah. Um, and people need to know that it's okay if you feel like. I want to cry today because, yeah. you know, it's been a rough day. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and, and just FYI for the men out there, when it comes to emotions, <laughs> this is such an aside, but I just have this. <laughs> when you're, when your wife or your significant other is having a, what it seems like a little breakdown or they cry, sometimes just let them cry because that's how we process. <laughs> that's and true. men, men have this need <laughs> To feel like they have to fix everything. Yes. And I had to recently have this conversation with my husband because yeah. we were going through um, a little, not a tiff, but we we're just going through some things. And he told me something and it, it kind of like, it was like the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. And I'm like, yeah. just started crying and whatever. Aww. And he's just like, um, do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do this? <laughs> do you want me? And it's like. No, I Aww. just need you to let me cry right? because right, right. I need, I am human. I understand right. that what we're dealing with is a temporary thing, but I got, I have to process it. And men don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And you said this as an aside, but I think honestly, it really is part of what a memoir is, is showing our raw human emotion. side, showing the raw emotion, showing that side that people don't see every day, you know, yeah. you look on social media and you look on, um, I always, uh, look back on family albums and it's like, all you see is everybody smiling all the time. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I know for darn sure we weren't really, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? We put yeah. up that facade and that's, what's so brave about a memoir or about, you know, letting your emotions show, yeah. you know, crying because, you know, life is hard. It's, yeah. it's a struggle. And especially when you're dealing with something that matters so much to you. So I think that's a good point. And, um, and yeah, I think, I think it's okay to, because we are human. Um, I, I, I tend not to trust someone who's like, well, I've got all the answers and I've got it all figured out. And let me just tell you what it's <laughs> Right. It's like, no. I can't relate to you, Polly Perfect. You know? <laughs> I am so not getting what yes. you're saying. Oh, you know yes. what I mean? So talking about writing a memoir and you're still going through it in the struggle. I, I love your idea, by the way, to go back about writing a blog because yeah. write about it while you're going through it mm-hmm. because you can always come back and use that in your memoir yeah. later on. And I've heard lots of stories where people have done that. If you yeah. built a blog and you, it, you basically you've already got the content written exactly. and you can just come back and pull that together into making it into a book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, th- that, that was just something I thought of while we were talking about this yeah. that, that I can relate to personally. Yeah. And I know I have been, it's something I have logged in the back of my brain, but it's something that's, it's very current for me. Yeah. And it's like, ah, uh, do I tell it or do I wait to tell right. it? Right. You know? Right. Um, I guess maybe that goes back to intention 
Because on one sense, I could see you would want to wait until after, you know, um, uh, y'all have, um, you know, had a child or mm -hmm. adopted a child. So that way you could tell the full story arc, right. so to speak. Um, maybe for the, maybe for the memoirs part of it, mm -hmm. I think for the story itself, mm -hmm. um, I do think, I think for a situation like this, a blog, the blog is a great segue yeah, yeah, um, yeah. because I do believe one, it's still catharsis, it's still cathartic for me. Right. right. But it's also an opportunity to create a forum or a community of, of, of women, of people that are in that same, it's creating a safe place for that communication to flow. Absolutely. And for people to, um, to know that it's okay to feel a certain way, because I think, right. I think when it comes to women, and, and I, I, I hone in more on the women. And men have their own issues, but I can speak from the woman's side. Right, right. I think when it comes to women, when it comes to dealing with everything from infertility to adoption, is there's mm -hmm. this feeling of of being inferior, right? Because you feel as if um, God made me to be able to do this. Why is my body not right. doing what it's supposed to do? Right. And so there's this feeling that you feel like your body's betraying you. You don't feel like you're good enough. And it's, it's also very taboo to talk about. Yeah. Just like people feel like, like mental health issues. Yeah. People are very, it's kind of behind the curtain. I right. don't want to talk about it. I'm ashamed of it. I'm ashamed of right. what I'm going through. Right. And so by creating a platform, it's a bold platform to come out and say, Hey, I understand where you're going through. Here's my journey. Yes. Uh, it creates an opportunity for women to come from behind the curtain and say, oh, my God, thank you for doing this. I feel this way, too. Yes. Um, and I think that's the reason why people do this. I think you're absolutely right. I think you really uh, tapped into something that's a big part of this is holding space for others and also connecting because by you sharing your individual story, other women can say, oh my God, it's not just me then. I'm yes. not the only one who's been, you know, up at night upset because I can't have a child, yeah. you know? Yeah. And and that does create that connection. But it's it's hard, I think, to be that transparent for some people. So mm -hmm. I think that's even more reason why as as somebody who wants to write a memoir when you have that message you want to share it's so important because you're not alone you never know who you're going to impact exactly you know and, and i was mentioning this to you earlier i i, I had a, a woman that i was talking to that we we're thinking about she you know she's interested in writing her memoir mm -hmm. and her question is we haven't dug this deep yet, but she has a lot of different things that she's gone through right. in her life and she's built a level of success and she has a platform and yeah. people know her as a certain way. Yeah. And her, you know, her question is, well, how much am I, you know, are there pieces of my story that I should omit because it gets so raw and so right. deep. Right. And, and though we haven't dove that deep into her story yet, my thought process is yes, yeah. tell it because those raw, deep, emotional feelings, those experiences that you've gone through mm -hmm. that you feel like you need to put the bandaid over the most are the ones that are going to connect the most people Ooh, to you. That's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. So I feel like, you know, it's almost like the more afraid you are to tell it, mm. the more you should tell it. Oh yeah. But I it's agree. because 
but it's because it's for the greater good. I think, I think we could both agree that while people choose to write a memoir for their own cathartic reasons, right? The overriding reason someone chooses to go so far as to write an entire book yeah. with their story yeah. is to impact someone else. Yes. And that overriding reason has to go, has to be strong enough to carry you through that entire process. Yes. And so even though the book is about you, yeah, as you're going through this process and you're asking yourself all these questions, it's not about you. It's about that person you're trying to impact. Exactly. And so you have to really get over yourself. It sounds pretty like, you know, crass, but yeah. get over yourself. No, you do. And tell your story. Yeah. Because if you don't, who's going to miss out on the opportunity to overcome their problem? Oh my gosh. Yes. I you think know? that's so true is, is, you know, um, I, I've, I've said that to people who said, well, who am I to write a book? And I'm always saying, who are you to deny your message to the world? There's a reason why you want to share mm -hmm. and, and there's an audience out there for you. Yes. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. really good stuff. Well, I like you. It. You're welcome. You're welcome. What else are we talking about about um, memoirs today? So there's different types of memoirs. And I yeah. wanted to kind of focus on that because um, you can have a memoir that has a specific, it goes back to intention. If you want to tell your story for a specific reason, mm -hmm. um, say um, somebody went through an illness and overcame it. And maybe they specifically look at all the ways that their illness impacted their life or impacts their life mm -hmm. and what they do about it. You can write from a more focused standpoint. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is your memoir, you, you choose your intention and you don't have to write every single little detail about your life. Yes. And frankly, it's better if you don't write every detail yes. of your life because then it becomes boring. Yes. <laughs> I got up and I fixed eggs for dinner for breakfast this morning. Yeah. And then I drove myself to work and I listened to a book on tape. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, no. I used to laugh because um, some people would do that on Facebook. They would say, I had eggs for breakfast. Like, and you're like, why do we care? Okay. <laughs> maybe we just, you know, narrow down oh what God. we share. But but it's, it's you know, an, another um, example is a um, mutual friend of ours, Serana Blackfoot, wrote mm -hmm. her memoir and it's called my money story yes. and she uh grew up in romania and moved to the united states and so she she talks about her personal life memoir style but it's all based around money and how she learned about it and her attitude towards it and how she likes to impact other people by helping them to um uh you know take better care of and increase their their money yeah yeah I think one of my personal favorite ways to to tell a story, and I've done it different different ways, is I love to be able to break it down like you're do like you're writing a novel Ooh, and yeah. building characterization. And I've done this with one of my clients, and we're doing it for his second book as well. But it's 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 cool if you have a story that has a lot of raw details yeah, to it, yeah. because one. The people in your life are protected because we created separate characters for everyone that was in the book. That's cool. But it, it, it was fun for me 
um, as as a creative writer that really kind of bends more the fiction way. Yeah. This particular project was so much fun because I got to embellish a little bit. Gotcha. So, you know, he could tell me this particular scene and I would take this scene and I would expand it and I'd add little pieces into it to yeah. make it more vibrant. Yeah. You know, like a like a little fight on the playground or something. Yeah. Like that, or like <laughs> running home from school and getting beat up by your cousins, you know. Yeah, and yeah. stick fights on the street. <laughs> like just fun little stories like that that just make it um, th- but you can do that with a memoir. Exactly. Um, and I think sometimes people don't realize how creative you can be because it's your story, but that it is your, because it's your story, you can do whatever you want with oh, it. Oh, heck yeah. Most definitely. Which is fun. Yeah, that is really fun. But I do like the idea of dissecting your life mm-hmm. into bite-sized pieces because I mean, our lives are, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's a huge subject. Right. My life. Right. Um, and so I think when you choose that you want to write a memoir, I think it makes more sense to say, I'm going to write about this part of my life. Right. Instead of saying, I'm going to write about my life. Because for one, it's daunting enough for people to sit down and say, I'm going to write a book. Uh-huh. To sit down and say, I'm going to write my entire life story. <laughs> do you know how crazy that sounds yeah. i mean people do it people say oh, they do yeah, it yeah, yeah. but but to digest that much from birth because you're saying <laughs> right, right from birth to now <laughs> that is your life story right exactly um, and and all of all of that isn't relevant for what you need right. to tell so it's like identifying the pieces of your story that you really think are going to impact people and say i'm going to make a story out of this right and that makes the most sense right you know what I thought of as you were describing that is what? how people will create a movie trailer. Yeah. And movie trailers, you know, are like, what, a minute, two minutes long, mm-hmm. but they contain all the sizzle. They yeah. contain all the, the 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 main highlights. And that's because that's the stuff that's really interesting. Yeah. And in... I'm not saying that you would want your your memoir to be like a movie trailer. Maybe. Although, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, having that... Um, focused focusing in on those extremely interesting ex- the the moments in your life where people can learn something or where something impacted because you know decisions we make every day can impact our life mm-hmm. some are huge some are not so big you absolutely know? so yeah very cool um another thing i was thinking about when you were talking about um a, you know it's fun to embellish or add some mm-hmm. like kind of uh, um uh, more fictionalized um, or, or storytelling yeah. aspect. Um, a question I get asked all the time is, do I use my real name? Mm. And I think that's a big thing for people because of what we were talking about. Memoirs can be raw and yeah. very personal and dig into a lot of uh, stuff that can be scary to share. I think sometimes people want to change and use a pen name either because they're worried that something, um, somebody might look um, badly on them or they might, um, they want to protect people uh, or protect themselves from other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I have a good friend who uh, wrote her memoir and she used a pen name and she even goes and speaks under her pen name Hmm. because she wrote about growing up in a cult and it was a big deal and how she, you know, she, she doesn't want repercussions from that. Sure. So it's definitely something that you can do. Um, I guess it would be, you would want to think about, how that would work. I'm guessing that the reason why you would choose a pen name mm-hmm. for your memoir mm-hmm. 
would be because there is some possibly a conflict of interest or um maybe whatever you say whatever you do in your profession right there is there's a conflict between that and what you're doing in your memoir so maybe maybe the things that you reveal and are saying in your memoir could be something that could like you know i could get fired from my job for talking right that's true you know so um, I would think those would be the really pressing reasons right. why you might choose to go with a different name because yeah. you want to protect yourself. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah. I think that also goes hand in hand with what you were saying earlier about this is not necessarily about making money. Yeah. Um, not that people can't make money by publishing a book under a pen name, but it would be a lot harder to market. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you know, depending on, on, you know, you, you would, you would blow your cover if you went and spoke as, as yourself, presumably. Yeah. Um, anyway, it, it, I just thought that was kind of a, a interesting thing. And also what to share, how deep to go. Um, that kind of goes along with what we were saying of, you know, don't, don't share the boring part, share the yeah. interesting right. part. Exactly. But also some things may be too personal or, or they wouldn't necessarily, add to your story. Right. Or I always say, if anything is going to make you feel like you regret putting it out there. Yeah. Look at it really hard. You know, if, if it's, if it's not going to help your story, I I was working with um, a lady who's written a memoir and um, part of it involves some things going on with her children. And she decided not to include some stories because she didn't want to put it out there. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. That right? makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. On the flip side, and mm-hmm. this is just hypothetical, me just making something up. Out oh of my yeah, head, yeah, yeah. There could be, let's say, someone is writing a memoir, and they have say part of their story is they were in prostitution. Yeah. And and that is something that would make you cringe a little bit about sharing when you have turned your life around and you're right. in a different place. But it's one of those things that. If you're telling that story of how you worked, how you navigated through that life mm-hmm. and transformed your life, mm-hmm. then it's valuable to share because you don't know how many people have had to resort to that. Right. They're ashamed of that. Right. It's a part of their life they're ashamed of. Um, it's that that goes. So you have to filter it through. Is this something that I'm feeling uncomfortable about because of me, but can ah. help someone else? Or is this something that I'm feeling uncomfortable about because it because it could impact someone in a negative way? Right. You know, so you have to kind of run through that filter. Oh, that's an excellent point. I think you're absolutely right. Look at the reason why it makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And and maybe part of that too is what is the benefit on the other side that would help someone like 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 to use your prostitution example, if somebody shared that you know, horrific, cringeworthy thing, but they had turned their lives around. Yeah. How many people could they then influence or inspire or, you know, it's like, well, I, I always like to call it um, uh, uh, like Dante's Inferno. He, mm-hmm. he, in the story, he literally goes to hell and he comes back out again. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when you share those sort of really raw moments in your life, you're kind of saying, I've walked through hell. I've come back out of it. You're currently in hell and I want to help you get out of it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So that's a really excellent point. Um, 
Well, very cool. Yeah. I think uh, I, I really love talking about memoirs. I think they're fascinating. I love yeah. reading memoirs. Yeah. And um, I, I encourage anybody who's really interested in it to go for it and pursue it. Absolutely. It's, yeah. It's absolutely awesome. Thanks for listening to the Sociable Scribes podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week to learn more amazing tips on writing and publishing. And if you like this podcast, please leave us a review and share it with a friend.